Welcome to another trip down the Bourbon Road with your hosts, Jim and Mike. So grab a glass of your favorite bourbon and kick back. Hello, everybody. I'm Jim Shannon. And I'm Mike Hyatt. And this is the Bourbon Road. And today, Mike, the Bourbon Road has taken us south. Yeah, we, we definitely got on the road this time. Yes, we did. Where are, where are we? To a familiar place. It feels like home. Our home in Tennessee is what I just got told. Uh, we are at Leaper's Fork Distillery in Leaper's Fork, Tennessee. Um, I'd like to call this the Maker's Mark of Tennessee. It kind of looks that way when you're driving out from Franklin out this way, right? Yeah. I mean, it kind of countryside, right? Back country roads, those four board fences, just nice, beautiful drive. And then you get to drive up to the cabin here and you get to see this big steel house and that's actually where we're at is inside the steel house so if you hear some noises they're in here cooking mash right now they're putting grain in the in the storage bins um so they're they're running the grain grinder thingy whatever that is over there yeah yeah they're just running the mill running the mill yeah and uh, we got fans running and so there'll be some background noise maybe yeah so we got uh we got a little bit of a gallery with us today so yeah Got our wives are watching. Our wives are watching. <laughs> they're listening. Um, but we got. I I'd call him. You know, we just drank this whiskey from over in Iowa, uh, the home of Buffalo Bill Cody. Uh huh. And I would swear, I would swear that we got the modern day Buffalo Bill Cody sitting right across from me, <laughs> holding a guitar. <laughs> He's got the same hat, the same the same beard, the same hair. He's got it all. Hey, I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> so we got. Josiah Siska with us today. Josiah, welcome to the show. Well, hey, y'all. Thanks for having me. Uh, I will definitely take Bill. Hey, that's that's pretty good, you know. Uh, you can get called worse. <laughs> yeah, he was a wild man. I guess you're a wild man, too. I'm a little bit of a coyote. <laughs> <laughs> so some of our listeners might have seen Josiah uh, on American Idol season 15. Um, he was on there. Didn't make it to the finals, but... No, I, I think it was because my hair was short. It was short, it was short <laughs> back then. If I had my hair grown out by the time I was doing it, then maybe I would have made it to the finals. That's a, like, I'm like, like a country music Samson. <laughs> no, yeah. like all, the, all the powers in your hair. Huh? I always like to say everything happened for a reason, right? So you, you got on American Idol, uh, you get signed by Black River Entertainment, right? And uh, now the floodgates have opened. Oh, yeah. It, it, it was um, that was one of the craziest parts of my life, I guess, phases of my life. Looking back on it, it seemed miserable, you know, being in it because of uncertainty. Um, anytime you're in a point of life where there's just a lot of uncertainty, you're kind of freak out. But um, looking back on it now, I go, oh, my gosh, those, I would give anything for that time period, those couple of years of not knowing what label I'm going to go to, not knowing what's going to happen with my songs or how this is all going to work out in, 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 you know, God's timing. You don't really know that until you, until it happens. But, um, it, it was wild. I moved to Tennessee to Nashville when I turned 18, when I got off the show and, um, I ended up meeting, uh, Mark Miller from Sawyer Brown, uh, the, the lead singer of the band, the country band Sawyer Brown. Legendary. And legend. I oh, mean, yeah, yeah. one of the greatest of all time. People, I say, I only say that because you say Sawyer Brown, everybody knows all right, Sawyer Brown, but a lot of people don't know that that Sawyer Brown, you know, Mark Miller's the the front guy. Everyone calls Mark Sawyer Brown. Yeah. But, um, so, but, but yeah, so, so I, I met Mark and uh, I gave him a CD, right? So when you move here, you kind of, meet someone and you, you show them your music, you know, say, Hey, what do you think? So I give Mark this 10 track, you know, acoustic project that I recorded by myself when I was like 16. And 
He goes, he listens to it and comes back, you know, next day. He's like, eh, you know, it's all right. It's okay. That's all I hear, you know. Like, <laughs> dang. All oh, right. darn. <laughs> well, crap. I didn't go how I thought it would go. And, and you know, I wouldn't let anybody listen to the CD now. I mean, it. he was right. <laughs> but, uh, so, so then, uh, my friend that introduced the two of us was like, well, you, you hear him in person, you know, come over to the house and, you know, maybe let him play a couple songs for you. And Mark was like, yeah, yeah, all right, whatever. So Mark ends up coming over to the house and, uh, sit down in the living room on, on the couch and I get out my guitar and I play a couple songs that I'd written. And then, uh, I do a little Johnny Cash for him, and I, I hit that, uh, I hang my head and cry, and I started going lower, and, you know, he was really getting into it, and it was, you know, it was a, it was a cool moment, because he kind of had a little light bulb go off, and he's been my, you know, co-producer, um, worked on every project that I've done since I've lived here, uh, since that moment over the past four or five years, um, so it's kind of cool, you know, thinking back on that moment when you see that kind of light bulb go off in each other's minds, and then you you go out, and you get the record deal, you you have them produce some songs, and and uh, you kind of start building this stockpile of music to content, I guess, to get ready to release. So it's it's been crazy though. It's a uh, <laughs> There's a lot of stories along the way. Well, I love those stories. So we're gonna we're gonna do something here. We're gonna we're gonna drink a little bit of bourbon. Is that okay with you? I love bourbon. So we do like to get to the bourbon pretty quick in the show. Today's show is about you and your music, but bourbon's kind of the backdrop, right? Yeah. So we're gonna drink a little bit of bourbon today, Mike. What do we have in our glass? So we got Leapers Fork Bourbon Whiskey. It's their bottled in bond. It's four years old. Seventy percent corn, fifteen percent wheat. And 15% malted barley. It's got that higher malted barley content. It gives it a little bit different flavor than most people are used to. Now, people got to remember this bourbon is from Tennessee. And yes, bourbon can be made in Tennessee, right, Jim? Absolutely can be made in Tennessee. A little bit warmer down here yep. uh, south of Nashville uh, than it would be up in Kentucky. We're about two hours, three hours away from really the heart of bourbon up there. So a little bit different temperature cooks a little bit faster down here in the barrel um a little bit faster maturation i guess we'd call it yeah. so yeah i'm excited we've we've had this before jim we have in fact i kind of i kind of spent a little time with a bottle last week because uh, <laughs> uh we, a good friend of ours managed to shoot us a bottle of this yeah yeah but um actually um you know this is bottled in bond and you know, bottled in bond whiskeys are four years old they're a hundred proof and they're they're produced under a controlled environment, right? Sure. Under government supervision. So, this is uh, this is supposed to be the really good stuff. So I'm excited to to have it again on the let's, show. Let's try this. Cheers. Cheers. That is good. Yeah, man. You know, it's kind of got that uh, spice drop, a little bit of that spice drop to it. Those little candies with the yeah, you're spot on there. That. Maybe a cinnamon spice drop, orange yeah. spice drop. You got each, each one of those have that little bit of spiciness in it. Yeah. A um, little bit of zest to it. It's got this little linger after that's nice. This little kind of yeah. spice. Yeah, it's yeah. different. I mean, it's delicious. You're, you're not tasting this kind of whiskey everywhere you go. This is kind of unique. And I mean, if you're anywhere near Nashville or Franklin, you got to be popping in here. No doubt. And that's why we say to people, you know, get off your regular bourbons and try something different it might not be the same flavor profile you're used to like let's say old forester woodford reserve or elijah craig it's gonna be different because they're not doing exactly the same there 15 percent malted barley is definitely different that's where it's getting that uh, that creaminess from right yeah yeah really nice 
Well, Josiah, we've sipped on our little whiskey here. What Can you remember back your first sip of whiskey? Oh, yeah, I probably can. Let's see. Oh, well, I know my first beer. Let's think. The first whiskey, I mean, it was... The law is not in the house. Okay, yeah, yeah. It was, uh, I was probably, I think I was 17, maybe 18, took a little sip. Uh, some Jack Daniels honey. That was there my first go. one with some Jack honey. And it was good. I, I, I've, you know, been sipping whiskey basically ever since. Now, I'm not a big fan of the fireballs, the sugary sugaries. I didn't, I never have to this day, but, but I, I did like some Jack Honey. So when somebody says, what was your gateway whiskey? You got to say Jack Daniels Honey. Jack Daniels Honey. <laughs> Most people wouldn't say they had a great first experience with Jack Daniels. <laughs> oh, well, that valid. Yeah. I mean, well, most people just get a Coca-Cola and a Red Solo cup and dump half of each yeah, in there. Yeah, right. That that'll that explains that story. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got your guitar sitting on your lap. Oh yeah, let's, I sure let's do. hear what some of your music sounds like. Well, of course, yeah. Uh, I'm excited to play for y'all, and I got a got a few songs planned out for today that I was uh, planning on singing and playing. Um, I'm gonna do a uh, I'm gonna do a slow song first. All right kind of getting settled so in warm us up a little bit warm us up a little bit yeah uh i wrote this the other week uh maybe other month ago maybe month and a half you write i write about four or five songs a week so it's a it's a lot of music for me but uh, i wrote this one a, a month or so ago with my friend uh my friend uh tim owens who's an unbelievable uh songwriter wrote some incredible songs for brad paisley and some other great artists um and uh yeah so we wrote this with john marlin um we had this idea when they can't get over you and uh we ended up coming up with this and it's one of my favorite songs to sing it goes a little something like this there's sometimes your big green eyes don't even cross my mind But I swear Your all burned hair Sneaks up just like wine Well, I could say that I don't need you I could say I'm finally free But the truth comes out after only two or three When they can't get over you comes over me from our first kiss to our last goodbye I try and I try but I just can't hide your memory like a wave crashes down on me hits me knocks me off my feet till I can't breathe and the can't get over you comes over me. I found someone, and she takes me from rain to clear blue skies, and all her love. It's almost enough But you win Somehow every time From our first 
first kiss to her last goodbye I try and I try but I just can't hide your memory Like a wave that crashes down on me Hits me, knocks me off my feet till I can't breathe When I can't get over you over me when the can't get over you comes over me all right yeah yeah that's money that's country song <laughs> 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 so I you, love that you little say, song. Though. You say you write you write five songs a week. Is that yeah, what? Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, I mean anywhere from three to five. Yeah. Wow, that's Probably. really cranking them out, isn't it? <laughs> it's not a. It's fun having a publishing deal. It's not always easy to come up with fresh ideas every week. It's, yeah. it's tough. Yeah, yeah, but it's it's fun. I, I you get a little writer's block. Yeah, and but then you you know you've got four scheduled rights this week, so you can't have a writer's block. You kind of just got to, okay, well, y'all got an idea, so I'm going to support your idea for this week. You know what I mean? Kind of those types of things. It's I, tough. I, I see a song sitting right here, really, <laughs> sitting on a, in a steel house, right? Hey, I could write probably 20 songs just playing I Spy in this room. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, I mean y'all got it, everything in here. Very inspiring, right? I mean. Oh, my God. So you, you got a few whiskey songs, though, huh? I got a couple that I could maybe do. I got at least a chorus one that I could do, uh, if y'all want to hear it. Well, we, we can get to it. I, I think I'd like to hear a little bit more about that uh, that that time for when you signed. Like, oh, yeah. Like right, right at uh, October of 2019, pretty exciting time for you. That was the most exciting, uh, one of the most exciting moments in my life, without yeah. a doubt. And then, and then things kind of changed for all of us. Right. Yeah, it was, uh, that was tough. Yeah. I know everyone had it hard during COVID. You know, yeah. it's, um, it's been tough on everybody. Um, it, it was, it was really tough in my situation. Um, just kind of working so hard in town, playing five nights a week, you know, three shows a night, five nights a week, um, writing tons of songs, writing with everyone, then finally getting, you know, that duo record deal publishing deal you're on the launch pad um, yeah and it's yeah. like here we go okay all this hype is built up you got all these press articles coming out all that it's great you know it's this big surgence and then covid you know so so the whole world just kind of hit pause um and it was it was really weird timing but i'm i'm happy where we're at right now so yeah. so that's uh you know it's definitely been something that's been overcome it's not something that's still kind of for me at least uh Let's go back even further than that. When's the first time you picked up a guitar? Oh, man. I'd say I was probably 13 or 12, maybe 14. Um, I wasn't that young. Uh, I'm actually a piano player, really. I, really. I play the keys. I've been playing since I was born, basically. it's I've just always kind of known how to play piano. But uh, guitar, yeah, I picked it up uh, in my teens, and I've been playing ever since. I'm not amazing at it, but I, I know how to move around a little bit. <laughs> now, did the singing just kind of come naturally from that? I've always been singing. Um, it's always just kind of been something that I love to do. Uh, I'd go around the house singing songs as far as I can remember. Now, you're a Georgia boy. Yes, sir. Right? And uh, 
there's some big artists that have come out of Georgia over the years. Oh yeah. Uh, so it's no surprise that there's more talents going to come out of there. Guys yeah. like you, right? Man, shoot, I sure hope so. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think you're well on your way. You know, you got some some great songs and stuff. What do you Thank say, you. Jim? I'd I'd say I really enjoyed that last one. And I'm looking forward to the next one. Well, <laughs> well, heck, let's hear let's hear one of those. All right. Um, I'm gonna do a do a newer song I wrote. This song is uh, about falling in love with the wrong kind of girl um <laughs> wrote this little tune uh and it's funny because it's uh, one of my stupidest songs i like to say but uh the the president of my label it's his favorite song so <laughs> it's funny how uh, people like the, the goofy ones uh i wrote this song uh maybe about a year ago and it's called the wrong kind of woman <laughs> and uh it's three chords in the truth <laughs> Cause I don't wanna die alone. <laughs> That's just the truth. Cause I've got a real bad habit of falling for the wrong kind of woman. I got a broken heart that I guess I should have seen coming. I wish I stayed at home instead of looking for a little bit of loving. 
A real bad habit of falling for the wrong kind of woman <laughs> All right. That's a fun song right That's there. A fun song. <laughs> I, I would I would put that in pretty high on my list. I think. <laughs> so maybe my profile kind of fits. fits. Hey, hey, it's a guy's anthem, you know. Once, <laughs> once you uh, get a little age on you, I think every man could uh, attest to that song right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think it's a pretty good one. I no doubt about it. Now, you said you wrote that about a year ago. Yeah, about a year ago. I, most of those are true stories. Uh, yeah. I like to write about my life. So if it, whether it's a fortunate life or unfortunate, you know, you're still writing about it. <laughs> so when you're, you're kind of locked up a little bit last year, you know, you weren't able to get out and do much performing. But uh, I guess it increased the amount of time you had to write. It sure did, um, which is interesting how that worked, because a lot of people you would think, you know, COVID's going on, you're locked inside, all your inspiration's gone. But for me, you know, at least being on Music Row, um, it was like COVID's going on. You're locked in your house. Now go write a thousand songs. And that was kind of the the approach that I had on that last one. So what do you what do you think about this whiskey right here, this bourbon? Well, I have to say I really enjoy it. I love it. I mean, the rich tone, it's got this aftertaste that it does have like a herb and spices type of aftertaste that kind of lingers on for a second. It's got a really smooth, solid burn to it. And I love that. Yeah, I'd say it's got a little bit of that butterscotch, Mike. It's got a little bit of that, what we would say, spice drop candy. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's kind of a little bit of earthy herbal there, but, you know, a little bit of spice and kick. I love the I love the mouthfeel. I love the, the texture of it. It's a winner. I get a little bit of that uh, campfire s'mores with this. Mm. A little bit of that graham cracker. I always get that with weeded bourbons. Mm. A little bit of that toasted marshmallow. Um that's a good whiskey to me right here, uh, and that's why I love this place so much. Uh, not only that it's a beautiful setting to sing songs in, or and there's been some fee- pretty famous people that have sung in this steel house right here. Um, pretty famous Kentucky boys sing inside here. Yeah. Uh, oh, Chris Stapleton. Mr. Stapleton. So you're you're uh, you're building your legend right here. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to take a short break here. When we come back, we're, we've got another whiskey. And some more songs, right? Oh, that sounds good to me. All right. All right, listeners, we are back, and we're down here at Leapers Fort Distillery in Leapers Fort, Tennessee. And we got our good friend, Josiah Sisko, on here, the old Georgia boy with his guitar. Yeehaw. Uh, singing some great songs man jim that first half um it just resonates why i love country music and it just ties into the bourbon community so much right and you feel it right you feel the music you feel the you feel the story a lot like with whiskey right i mean with with whiskeys a lot of times you feel the story right you you're interested in that story and the same thing with music and and what josiah is putting down is just uh it's solid stuff and it's uh it's got a story to it yeah i think for me what i loved about your music so much is that it hasn't been commercialized yet it hasn't been uh adulterated mm-hmm. you're singing from straight from your heart not something that the industry wants to hear but what you want to hear from your music and the story you want to tell that to me that's what's magical and that's that's what it's all about you know when i when i write a song or when i cut a song uh, which for the people that don't know it's when an artist records a song that they haven't written um 
I look for what resonates with me and I try and write my life <laughs> as simple as it is. You know, it's uh, uh, just kind of being real and transparent through the music. And that's why I do it because, you know, you get your feelings out there. Yeah. And we got to sip on some pretty good whiskey in the first half while we were listening to him. We got to have the Leapers 4 bottle and bond whiskey, right? And, uh, man, that was some pretty good stuff well you know i love it because it's weeded <laughs> right right absolutely but <laughs> well, we're going to step up our game in a second or leapers is going to step up their game in the second half right yeah they're actually letting us taste a uh pretty special barrel here it's uh barrel number 38 it is a single barrel tennessee whiskey uh for red dog wine and spirits um it's still in the barrel jim yeah it it hasn't been bottled yet but we do have a a nice bottle here of it um, it is 70% corn, 15% rye, 15% malted barley. It was filled filled back in August 23rd of 2016. Now, this has got some rye in it. Yeah. Yeah, man. 107.2 proof. Um, man, you know what I was doing back on August of 2016, Jim? I had just retired from the United States Coast Guard. Yeah. That's how old this is. <laughs> wow. Yeah, you weren't doing podcasts yet, were you? No, I wasn't. I was, but you I was, were drinking bourbon. I was drinking bourbon for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd been drinking bourbon and whiskey for um, a minute back then. Um, All right. Well, before we get to Josiah's story, let's let's focus a little bit on this whiskey here and uh, and see what's in our glass. What do you say? Cheers. Cheers. There's that familiar kind of uh, spice, that earthy spice. I, it's kind of a signature for Libras, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. That that spiciness is definitely coming out. Uh, this 15% rye, that's nice. But that malted barley, you got to go back to that 15% malted barley. Most people use that 4 to 5%, you know, um, or maybe even 10. But 15, that's almost unheard of. And it just gives that caramely note to it. Yeah, this is uh, this is much. I've already tasted it, by the way, guys. Sorry about that. I kind of <laughs> leaped ahead a little bit. Get it? Leaped ahead. Uh. <laughs> um, very rich, very very velvety, um, and the butterscotch is like prominent in this for me. Very much so. What do you think? I think the same thing. It's very caramely, complex, big, bold, delicious. You know that kettle corn i'm always talking about you know you get at a state fair you get in front of a like cabela's or bass pro shop um that caramel goodness that sugariness of that butterscotch you're talking yeah. about what do you get there josiah i love it you just love it <laughs> oh, just smile from here to here. no it's good stuff like yeah. like it's got it does it has this kind of caramelness to it more so than the first one a little more a little less i'd say for me i had a little less spice a little more caramel mm -hmm. than the first one it's a little smoother and i love that oh it's my it's kind of funny that you know this one actually has the rye in it but it is a little bit less spice it's a right? little it's a little smoother than the first for funny me funny how those weeders the do that the aftertaste at least that kind of linger is well, a little smoother well this isn't a bourbon this is a tennessee whiskey so it's went through that that charcoal mellowing process and they have a pretty neat system here at leaper's fork it. yeah it's uh you know, if you haven't seen that system, what they do is they take the white dog and they run it through it before it even goes into the barrel, right? And it just takes some of those impurities out and some of those sharp points that you're going to get. It makes it a little bit smooth. it out a little bit. Well, that song, Smooth as Tennessee Whiskey, right? Uh, yeah. That, there's a reason they say that. Yeah. So, yeah. 
All right. So this will be on the shelf sometime in the future. So definitely keep your eyes out for it. Where can they find it, Mike, when the time comes? Red Dog Wine and Spirits. Yeah, man. And that, and you know where they're at, don't you? Red Dog? Yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> keep your eye out for it. This is some good stuff. So, Josiah, you're going you're gonna to play a song for us. What do you got for us? Well, I got a, a couple songs for y'all. Um, I, I was going to play uh, one of my new songs that I've written recently is uh, Three Chords at a Time. And then I got another song. Uh, it's my new single that just got released to a radio a couple weeks ago and Honky Tonk. So all right. I'm excited to play both of those for y'all and for all the listeners and have them hear a little bit of my redneck music. <laughs> I'm ready for it. Well, let's hear that first one, man. Oh, yeah. Um, let's get this guitar cranking. There we go. So uh, I just released this song um, to radio. Uh, the label pushed it to radio a couple weeks ago. So this is all kind of fresh out of the uh, the kitchen, fresh off the fryer, you know. So uh, this song's called Honky Tonk. And uh, I wrote this with Doug Johnson and uh, Adam Wood. And uh, Doug Johnson is a freaking, they're both, Adam is an incredible legend uh, and writer as well. And, and, and so is Doug. He wrote Three Wooden Crosses and, and Doug wrote uh, Love Like Crazy, uh, She Won't Be Lonely Long. I mean, he engineered and produced for everybody from like George Strait to George Jones to Dolly to me to Randy Travis, you know. So getting to work with him and write songs with Doug Johnson is always a pleasure and a lot of fun. Um, and this is one of my favorite ones that we've gotten the pleasure of writing together. Uh, it's called Honky Tonk. Hope y'all like it. Honk if you love Jesus. Honk if you love Hank. But if you're looking for an ice cold beer to drink, come on and honky tonk. Come on and honky tonk. Give me a neon boot stomp. Come on and honky tonk. Honk if you love Chevy. Honk if you love Ford. But if you're here to party, we got what you're looking for. Come on and honky tonk. Come on and honky tonk. Give me a neon boot stomp. Come on and honky tonk. Yeah, give me some Jerry Lee piano playing jukebox, country singing, swinging doors, just a swinging all night long. Give me a girl looking to twirl and a dance floor to spin her on. Honk if you love Elvis. Honk if you love Jack. And honk if you're a redneck and you're proud as hell of that. Come on and honky tonk. Come on and honky tonk. Give me a neon boot stomp. Come on and honky tonk. Yeah, yeah, come on and honky tonk. Come on and honky tonk. Yeah, come on and honky tonk. Come on and honky tonk. Give me a neon boot stomp. Come on, give me a neon boot stomp. Come on. Honky-tonk. 
A little honky tonk. Putting a soul into that one. A little honky A little soul. I hope we get to do a little honky tonk this weekend, man. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I, I mean, I brought my a couple pair, pair of boots with me. So. Did you? Yeah. Got your boots. Got your Stetson ready. You know what? I got such a big head that they, they really don't make a cowboy hat for <laughs> my head. Um, you got to get a custom hat. Custom hat. Well, we got a friend, uh, Josh Bogart. He's a country singer, and he's got dueling banjo hats, and he said he could he could get a hat that fit my big old giant melon. So uh, hey, I'm pretty excited about it. Yeah. That's a win. That is a win. That's a big win. You need a big brim for to cover this big body. (laughs) (laughs) Now, that song kind of stepped up a little bit, stepped up the game a little bit, stepped up the excitement in the room a little bit. Kind of matches this higher proof whiskey a little bit, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. I'd say so. (laughs) It it just resonates again. You know, the whiskey, the bourbon culture and country music uh, tie in perfectly, you know, especially with high proof. You got that honky tonk song, a little bit of tennessee whiskey flowing got a georgia boy in here strumming on his guitar uh, <laughs> it doesn't get much better than this i mean my goodness can you imagine a better saturday morning i don't know we got it pretty good in here I our wives we, are with us yeah 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 and we got food trucks showing up here pretty soon getting ready to start kicking it here at leapers fork this is a big day for them yeah every friday and saturday they have food trucks out here they have live music with artists like josiah here um you can come in here and look in. You could actually walk in here inside their steel house, pretty much walk up to their mash tanks. And a lot of distilleries have stopped that. You can't walk into their facilities anymore. But in here, we are stacks and stacks of barrels, whiskey. You could just smell it cooking. Mm. It's it's delicious smelling in here. And speaking of barrels, there's a special barrel at the end of the table, isn't there? There is a pretty special barrel at the end of the table. I'm kind of geeked out about it. We didn't know about it either. No, no. It surprised you, right? Yeah. Uh, it says the bourbon road on the head of it. Uh, um, now, that would probably be ready in five or six years. Yeah. Um, and you know what I'm hoping is going to go in there, right? <laughs> You're expecting a little bit of weed and whiskey, I, aren't you? I would hope. Uh, that would be pretty special. Um, this is our kind of home away from home down here at Leaper's Fork. Um, you know, we have a special place in our heart for them. And it you know it i guess it goes goes with them too you uh, think if i slipped him 100 behind the scenes it'd end up with some rye in it i don't know about that Jim. probably I'm, not <laughs> to drag you through that field out there <laughs> <laughs> so josiah you know you're going into the future here you talked about how many songs you write every day and stuff uh what what does touring look like for you well it's been very complicated obviously with with covid um going on uh with a lot of the touring but it seems like majority of that's opened back up um so as of right now uh we're getting ready really focused in the future to uh, visit some stations um push this radio single out and uh, that's going to take up a lot of my time but um we've got a few talks in the air i can't say anything about for touring right now but uh yeah we'll see how that goes yeah and and you're playing some gigs still? Oh yeah, yeah. I've been playing out now, even down here at the Puckets out in Leapers Fork. I come out there. We did a show. What was that? A uh, last Saturday night, or yeah, the a week ago, maybe two weeks ago. Uh, Saturday night, we went out in Leapers. Uh, I still played all the dives in downtown Nashville. Uh, I stay off of Broadway majority. You know, I, I stay near that Midtown kind of scene. Uh, playing some of the honky tonks and dives around there. Uh, the locals, one of my favorite joints to go and get a glass of bourbon and sip and sing a couple country songs there up there 
Uh, I enjoy that. I think I'm playing the Bluebird, what, the 26th Bluebird Cafe, October 26th. So you can get tickets online for that. Um, that's going to be fun. Now, that's a that's like a mecca for singer-songwriters right there. I love the Bluebird. That's my favorite spot to play. I really? love Oh, my gosh. I've been. That was probably one of the first places that I played when I moved here years ago. Uh, kind of got in that circle and just started playing there every week uh, at the Bluebird. Now, to whenever you're up there playing and stuff, and I'm sure this happens a lot as a musician and stuff, do people buy you shots or pours of whiskey? Oh, yeah. All the time. Do you ever have to have to say, hey, uh, I've had enough tonight? I have done that, I think, once. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's usually, you know, I, I got this one song about tequila. So I do, I sing Damn You Tequila. And then, you know, I get the redneck coming up and they always are kind. So it's never a shot. You know, it's always like two and a half or three shots in oh like goodness. one glass. So it's like, here's this freaking massive glass of tequila with six a lime. ounces of tequila <laughs> have fun singing three more yeah that's a sense so, and i mean i can i can i can still function you know pretty well so you know sometimes i sip it i've, I've sipped some shots which always looks a little you know whatever but you know i gotta i gotta work you got that hair gives you that superpower though, right? <laughs> <laughs> samson hair you said the hair and the bourbon yeah yeah the, the, the more, longer my hair gets and the more bourbon i sip the, the better my voice gets <laughs> so you don't feel like it uh affects your vocal cords or anything it will the next day that's the thing the about it day. so like if i you know anything over like two and a half or three shots which is a decent amount. You know, you, you have a little bit of liquor in you. Next day, oh boy, yeah, it's hurting. And it's not necessarily like, I feel fine. I can I can handle, you know, liquor. And I know thing about that. It's just the voice. It does something to my throat where it just tightens up my voice for like a day. But, you know, it's all good. So you're not, you're not playing anywhere tomorrow? No, I'm okay, good. Okay, you're good. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. We're good. <laughs> he said, poor, he said, poor away, Joe. <laughs> well, yeah, it's like while I'm singing, I can, I can, I can drink and be fine. It's just the next day, hopefully I ain't got to sing. <laughs> well, I tell you what, man, I, it, to me, it, it just, it seems like it would affect the voice to me, um, especially if you got something really spicy uh, that would burn a little bit. Um, but I guess it is knowing how to to properly drink your whiskey, right? If we're drinking a pours like we are today, um, an old boy in the bar last night, I bought him a, a pour of uh, Buffalo Trace, and he shot that stuff back. And he had a, a Kentucky head on. That's the only reason I bought him a pour. And he was talking all this stuff to this girl, trying to, I guess, take her home. I guess I don't know what he was trying to do, but um, so that UK hat, and I was like, I'm gonna give him a pour of whiskey and see how he reacts. But he shot that thing back, and it, it, I thought it was about to kill him. He spilt his beer. Oh, it's it rough. He, he wasn't ready for that, was he? Oh. he it turned out that he was only born in Kentucky, and uh, he'd never lived there. <laughs> He's a Kentucky fan, though. <laughs> yeah, well, I guess, yeah. He wore That's, the hat. He wore the hat. It's good yeah. to be a Kentucky fan after them beating Florida last week. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was, that was yeah. a big upset in the SEC. So you got your new release, right? Uh, yes, sir. Coming out. Are you excited about that? I'm excited. I got a few things coming out. Um, I know we got a Christmas song coming out for the Christmas season that I'm very excited for as well. Um, Jingle the, Bells? 
Chestnuts roasting <laughs> on an open fire. Maybe I got to do like a redneck jingle bells, yeah. like upbeat with like a little like steel guitar on it. You know, yeah, might be, be fun. Right. That'd be all right. But I'm excited about that. And, and three chords at a time. Um, when when we get that fully produced, we're still working on the recording. I wrote this song maybe a month ago, so there's a little process that goes into the. How does it feel whenever you like see your name on Amazon and you? Oh man, the best. Yeah, oh. Alexa knows who you are. It's yeah, pretty cool. It it is <laughs> it, it's a cool moment when you when you when you can do that, you know? Like when people tag you in something and you don't know them and they're just like they just enjoy listening to a song that you wrote. And yeah. that's a cool feeling to have. Maybe more so than even finding my own name as other people finding my yeah. name is a cool thing. Yeah, I think it was pretty cool the first time I said Alexa played the Bourbon Road podcast and all of a sudden she said playing the Bourbon Road podcast episode That's so 92. Cool. Yeah. It's like, "Oh cool." <laughs> it is it is a great feeling even to see your name in print or anything or yeah. uh just you know when I Louis looked you up, you said we Matt here, Matt King, Forrest Gump of whiskey, he <laughs> he texted me and said, "Hey, this is who I got for you, man." And uh I was like, "Man, I'm so excited to have Josiah on, and so we looked you up, and we're we're rolling down a road coming down here, and we just got you humming away on the old GMC stereo. Come on, yeah, come on, listen to honky tonk. Next thing I knew, I was doing 100 miles an hour <laughs> crossing that Kentucky Tennessee Let's line. Get there. <laughs> yeah, hey, we got somewhere to be. <laughs> yeah, I love it. <laughs> All right, well, you got another song for us today, Josiah? Yeah, I sure do. I got one more for y'all. Awesome. Um, that new one I was talking about. Yeah, let's do it. Oh, man. I'm so excited to, sh to sing this one. This is probably my favorite song uh, that I've written maybe in my entire life. Uh, it just means so much to me. So so I love this song. I can't wait to fully record it. We have it acoustically recorded, and uh, I'm excited to release that. But we're going into full production on it. We're going to get the whole thing recorded. And uh, just a little process, like I was saying. But uh, the song's called Three Chords at a Time. And... Um, I grew up, my dad was a pastor and uh, my mom worked in the worship uh, music side of things. So I would have all these really great life lessons taught to me or told to me and I wouldn't listen because my dad's a pastor. I can't listen to it. I mean, even though it's the exact advice I need to hear, you know, so I, later on I would hear the same advice that my dad would tell me. But it would be Johnny Cash telling me through the speaker or it would be Willie Nelson telling me or this or that, you know. So I kind of growing up like country music kind of raised me in a way. And that's why the song is, is so special to me. So I hope you all like it. And this is called Three Chords at a Time. Grandpa left me that old Chevrolet Didn't run but the radio still played And I sang along While Johnny taught me how to walk that line And Hank Williams told me it's alright to cry Guess the world just makes more sense with a country song Where the right is always right and the wrong is wrong well, I learned to live and I learned to love Right there in that old truck Yeah, I grew up 
months at a time Met a girl like Conway sang about Fix the engine cause I had to take her out On the town Then we'd pull over across that county line Tailgate lovers, six strings and some wine All night Guess the world just makes more sense with a country song Where the right is always right and the wrong is wrong Well, I learned to live and I learned to love Right there in that old truck Yeah, I grew up at a time Grandpa never knew the gift he gave me or how that AM dial was gonna save me Guess the world just makes more sense with a country song Where the right is always right and the wrong is wrong well, I learned to live and I learned to love Right there in that old truck Yeah, I grew up three quarts at a time Oh, I grew up Grandpa left me that old Chevrolet Didn't run but the radio still played Yeah a little bit of truth there, huh? Holy <laughs> cow, that's a great song. Yeah. Thank you, guys. <laughs> Love it. Love it. That's great. So, I mean, when you finished writing that song, you had to know you had something. Yeah, I called Mark um, Mark Miller that day, uh, and I send him all my songs I write um, because he's just kind of my mentor. He's kind of the guy. He kind of guides me a little bit through what's good and bad, um, musically at least. And so I sent I sent Mark this song uh, right after we wrote it. I mean, the second we got done with the work tape on my phone, I texted it to him and I text him everything. And he always I'll know if he likes it. He'll sometimes, you know, give me like a, a text back. Hey, that's good. And he uses text to talk. He's kind of that older mindset. He doesn't text at all. It's all text talk. So, hey, that's good is fine. Hey, that's really, really good is great because he's saying it out loud. You know, so I'm starting to learn his kind of language that is but he never calls me after i send him songs but i send him that one and he called me like five minutes later he's like let me tell you something right now we're going in we're cutting this thing i love this song and and it's been it's been one of my little babies ever since i awesome. love that tune yeah it's a good one look forward to hearing it definitely hearing it li- i mean on the radio oh yeah. i can't wait i can't wait to just to get it out there i yeah. would bet money that you'd be able to watch a video at our farm um, listening to that by the fire one of these days because that's what we kind of do is sit down by the fire by creek in Kentucky 
play some music, drink some whiskey, uh, tell some lies down there probably. A few. Yeah, uh, a few lies. Yeah. Oh, well, a few truths that. too. A few lies. A little, few bit of, little bit of truth in there. Well, hey, y'all let me know and I'll come down and I'll just play it by the fire sipping whiskey with you. Yeah, we can make that happen. <laughs> Always can make that happen. So we, we'd like to give you the opportunity to give a shout out to uh, – to your label, oh, to your work, yeah. You know, talk talk a little bit about you know what you have going on right now, where people can see you. Uh, give our listeners sort of some some places to go to oh, reconnect yeah. with you after the show. Oh man! So if y'all enjoyed uh, one the interview we had today and and the songs I was uh, I was sharing on the podcast, uh, one I had a lot of fun. But y'all can find me um, y'all can find me on uh, Instagram. At Josiah Siska, you can find my website, josiahsiska.com. That's J-O-S-I-A-H-S-I-S-K-A.com. And uh, my website's Black River Entertainment. Uh, I'm signed with Black River Records and Black River Publishing is recording and publishing there. Uh, I love working at Black River. They're amazing. I love the staff there. I love everybody on that label. They're absolutely incredible. And um, y'all can reach out to them as well if you'd like to possibly book me or something. Uh, send me somewhere. Find me on a Thursday and Saturday night out at Puckett's and Leaper's Fork. Come on down. Hometown shout out. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And look look forward to hearing you on the radio real soon. Yes, sir. All right. Well, Mike, where can people find us? Well, you can find us on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, uh, YouTube, Twitter, uh, heck, anywhere, really. You can find us everywhere. Uh, the main place you can find us at, come join our private Facebook group called The Bourbon Roadies. 2,300 people strong of like-minded people. Um, master distillers in there, um, distillery owners, musicians, musicians Josiah, yeah. musicians. Yeah. <laughs> hey, come on in. I'll come join. Yeah, shoot. All right. Three rules, right? Uh, you got to be 21. You got to love bourbon. Shit, everybody loves bourbon. <laughs> and uh, you got to agree to play nice because we don't tolerate any rudeness. That's right. We want everybody to lift each other up. We don't want anybody chopping somebody else off at the knees for what they're drinking. I mean, if you're drinking something off the bottom shelf that's your whiskey man you, you go right ahead and drink it don't let anybody tell you what you need to be drinking right that's that's the if truth if you're drinking leapers fork like we are today good for you it's some great <laughs> stuff uh thanks to leapers fork for hosting us today yeah it's a great place to come visit if you're in tennessee if you're in nashville you definitely want to get out to leapers fork and check it out yeah this is a. Uh, we're gonna have a couple episodes from here from the next couple episodes our steel house sessions i guess we'd call them yeah um, yeah pretty special to us and, happily uh, named happy to have josiah on here josiah man uh we super appreciate you coming on uh being one of our guests uh to make sure that we have future guests on like josiah though um and you can hear them make sure you scroll on up at the top of your app there hit that subscribe button hit that plus sign check sign whatever it is so you'll hear our episodes are coming out and then what we need you to do is scroll on down jim we need to scroll on down here to get, it comes to get that five star <laughs> review right because you know what'll happen with you right um the big bad booty daddy of bourbon will come to your house Hell, I bet I could lift one of these old barrels up over my shoulder and just bring it with bring me. Bring a whole barrel. <laughs> whole barrel. Uh, by the end of the night, we'll have emptied that barrel. We will have uh, gotten that five-star review out of you, and I'll just go on down to Bourbon Road <laughs> with a big old smile. <laughs> right. Well, we do two shows a week. Every Monday, we do a craft distillery episode where we uh, kind of spotlight a single expression from a craft distillery. Sometimes it's a big boy, but usually it's a craft company trying to get a little bit of light on them and uh if you've got one in your neighborhood if you've got a distillery that's kind of 
trying to step out in your neighborhood, we'd love to know about it. Mike and I will reach out to them. We'll taste the whiskey on the show. We'll let you know what we think. I'll tell you what you need to buy when you go to the store, right, Mike? Yeah, most certainly. Every Wednesday, we do a long episode, like today's with Josiah, where we kind of interview somebody or we have a topic that we dive into a little bit deeper. We might have three or four expressions. Today, we had two from Leaper's Fork. Uh, and we'll explore that whiskey and we'll explore that guest and we'll talk about what they have going on. Been a great show today. A lot of fun. Some great music. Josiah, we wish you all the luck in the world with uh, with your uh, career, and we look forward to hearing a lot more from you. Well, thank you all. It's been an absolute pleasure. Well, GM people could still come out and see us live, too, right? Um, right after this event right here, this episode, Thursday night, we'll be at the Rippy House in Lawrenceburg, Kentucky. You can come out there and check us out. Uh, we'll be discussing the bourbon boom and how podcasts have affected the bourbon boom. Uh, making it bigger, really, telling more people about whiskey. We'll be at Bourbon on the Banks at two events there. We'll be at the VIP auction with high-dollar whiskey, maybe just some big bottles from uh, Buffalo Trace, right? That's right. No George T. Stagg. No George T. Stagg this year, unfortunately. (laughs) No George T. Stagg, but there's going to be some big bottles there. You can bump elbows with master distillers like Brent Elliott and Shane Baker. Um, You can see those guys. And then we'll be at Bourbon on the Banks on the 23rd of October. We'll be there at the Bourbon Road Lounge, sponsored by Woodenville Whiskey Company. You want to come check us out. We're going to have some great guests in there pouring pours with us. Uh, Me and Jim will be there. We got a great uh, furniture maker that donated chairs to us. uh, Whiskey will be flowing. Whiskey will be flowing. We got cases and cases of it. Um, Come out there and see us. And then on the 6th of November, uh, me and Jim will be doing a tasting of Old Forester at the Barrel Room in Shelbyville, Kentucky. You can buy tickets of that. You go to uh, thebarrelroom.com. You can buy tickets for it. Uh, the old Forrester reports we're going to have. We're going to have a pretty good bottle yeah, on there, Pretty, Jim. Pretty excited about this. Yeah, so come out there. Uh, check that out. There will be some birthday bourbon flow in there. Um, so if you Can't want some it. of that, yeah, uh, <laughs> come on out. Um, get those tickets. Come support us. That's what gets us on down the bourbon road. And, Mike, we're also in the running. We're, we're a finalist. Yeah, we are finalists for the Discovery Pod Awards. Uh, we should know by the time this comes out and stuff. But two million podcast in the world, right, Jim? And uh, we got out of two million people, uh, we got selected as finalists of 10, 10 finalists for wow. People's Choice Awards. Um, wow. Man, it... Uh, it's pretty uh, amazing feeling. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're, we're talking about this now, and this is before the final vote. So we, not a whole lot you can do right now, folks, about that because the vote will have already occurred. Yeah. But, uh, but it, just to let you know how much we appreciate our listeners, being a People's Choice Award finalist is already pretty cool. And if we happen to place or finish in that in the first place, I'll be out of my mind. <laughs> two, two million podcasts, 48 million episodes out there. Me and Jim only have 200 of those wow. 48 million episodes. And, and uh, because of our listeners, because of our fans, because of our great guests, um, you know, somebody said, hey, you guys deserve this award. Uh, you deserve to be a finalist. And uh, we can't thank you enough. So we love to hear from our listeners. Mike already talked about that. We want to make sure you know we are accessible. Mike and I are both accessible through email. You can reach me at Jim at the Bourbon Road. He's Mike at the Bourbon Road.com. But probably the best way is to hit up our DM on Instagram. I'm Jay Shannon63. I'm one big chief. And we'll see you down the Bourbon Road.
ain't coming It's rolling around the bend And I ain't seen the sunshine since I don't know when But I'm stuck in Folsom Prison And time keeps dragging on But that train keeps rolling On down to San Antonio Just a baby My mama told me Son Always be a good boy Don't ever play with guns But I shot a man in Reno Just to watch him die And when I hear that whistle blowing I hang my head and cry